Welcome to the Tips for Homeschool Science Show, where we're breaking down the lofty ideals of teaching science into building blocks you can use in your homeschool. I'm Paige Hudson, and for season four of this podcast, we are working through the four stages of teaching science to help you create a roadmap for your homeschooling journey. In our last episode, I shared your three goals for teaching science during the middle school years. To begin to train your student's brain to think analytically about the facts of science. To familiarize your student with the basics of the scientific method through inquiry-based activities. And to continue to feed the student with information about science. Today, we're going to chat about the six tools you can use to meet these goals. The tools you can use during the middle school years are hands-on inquiries, scientific readings, organized writing, the science fair project, internet research, and quizzes and tests. The first three components are key to include each week, and the fourth is essential to do at least one time during the middle school years, but the last two are optional. How you use these tools will vary on the methods you choose, which we'll talk more about in the next episode. For now, let's take a closer look at each of the components. First step, hands-on inquiry. So the purpose of these hands-on inquiries you do are to allow your students to experience real-life science, to build the students' problem-solving skills, and to practice using the basics of the scientific method. You can use experiments or nature studies to fulfill this component. But the main idea will be for the students to observe the answer to a question in nature or to answer a scientific question through testing or through observation. If you want to know more about experiments and nature study, we chatted about those in episode 35 and in episode 44, so you want to check those out. But remember, the key during these years is that your role will be shifting from demonstrator to supervisor. So the students will be moving into performing the experiments, inquiries, observations on their own during these years. Once again, whatever you choose for the hands-on component, make sure that it relates with the information that the students are learning, as this will help the students to think analytically about the subject and to begin to make those important connections. Secondly, we have scientific readings. The middle school student should be reading from an encyclopedia, from a living book or a textbook weekly, as they need to be working on building their knowledge base. During these years, they also need to be discussing the material that they are reading with you on a more formal level. This will help them to organize and store the information properly. So your discussion questions need to help them pull out key pieces of information and to think critically about what they've read. So questions like, how are plant and animal cells alike, and how are they different? Those are things that will fit the bill. As you discuss the material, you also want to highlight any unfamiliar vocabulary along with key facts, such as laws, conversion factors, and basic equations that you want them to know. As the students read and discuss this new information, you can also have them draw a sketch or a diagram from what they've read if that's possible. This drawing should be labeled and it should represent the subject matter accurately. So it will give your student a more organized picture of the information that they've just read about. For example, it's important to know that a plant cell contains a cell wall, a cell membrane, cytoplasm, vacuoles, nucleus, and chlorophyll but it's far more effective for the student to have a mental picture of the parts of a plant cell and where they're located. So remember that your goal is not just to feed them with information, 
but also to help them organize and think analytically about what they're studying. So the third tool you'll use is organized writing. Now the purpose of the writing component is to teach students how to process and organize information. You want them to be able to read a passage, to pull out the main ideas, and to communicate those ideas in their own words. Your discussion time with the students, which was part of your reading time, has already prepared them for this task. You're simply asking them to write a record of what they've learned and discussed with you. So you can assign short reports, note-taking, outlines, or comprehension worksheets to fulfill this component. However, I prefer to use outlining for the writing component as it will help your students to organize the material they're learning in a more logical manner. So we chatted about middle school writing way back in episode 13 as part of the writing and science series, which you might find helpful when considering what to assign for writing with your middle school student. So although writing is not always the favorite task of a middle school student, it is important that you don't skip this component as having the student to write out their thoughts in an organized manner will help them to shape the material into their informational filing cabinet. It will also give them yet another opportunity to interact with the material that they're studying, which will serve to further cement the concepts into their mind. Your fourth tool is the science fair project. Once a year, every middle school student should complete a science fair project. We chatted about why this is back in episode 28. But the key here is that their project should work through the scientific method from start to finish on a basic level, meaning that their question should be relatively easy to answer. At this point, you need to thoroughly explain each step and coach the student through the entire process. They really need you to work alongside of them as an advisor from the time they formulate their question until they polish up their conclusion so that they learn the process correctly from the beginning. It's also important to have the student present their project to a group and answer related questions about it. This will reinforce what they've learned as well as help them to discern how to communicate what they know. The best way to achieve this is to have the students participate in a science fair where their project will be judged. But if that's not possible, don't skip this component. The students can still present their projects to their family or group of their peers. If you need help with the science fair project, we have actually written a book called The Science Fair Project, a step-by-step -step guide, which will walk you through the eight steps of completing a science fair project. I'll put a link to that book in the show notes for this podcast, which can be found at elementalscience.com slash blogs slash podcast slash 68, which is this episode's number. So your fifth tool is internet research. In this day and age, it's a good idea to get our middle school students some experience with researching on the internet. So for this optional component, you can have the students under your supervision search the internet for websites, YouTube videos, virtual tours, and activities that relate to what they're studying. You can also use this component as a basis for a brief research report if you feel your student needs work in that area, or you can include this as part of the science fair project. So the sixth tool you can use with your middle schooler for science is quizzes and tests. During the middle school years, it's not absolutely necessary that you give quizzes or tests to your student. However, if you want to familiarize them with test taking skills, I suggest that you give them quizzes and tests that will set them up for success. So in other words, only test material that's been thoroughly covered through multiple touch points during the unit. I like to include things like vocabulary matching, true-false questions, and maybe a few brief short answer questions on a middle school test if I give one. But you can create whatever type of assessment 
that works best for your family. In a nutshell, for the middle school years, you can use hands-on inquiry, scientific readings, organized writings, a science fair project, internet research and quizzes or tests to help you accomplish your goals for science. A good science plan during these years will give you options for these components, and it'll make sure that each of these pieces always relate back to the topic studying for the week or for the unit. As you teach science each week, you may not incorporate every single one of these components, but by regularly doing hands-on inquiries, scientific readings, and organized writing, along with an annual science fair project, your students will enjoy learning about science during the middle school years. Add in a bit of internet research and a few assessments along the way, and you will set your students up for success with science during the high school years. Next week, we're going to chat about what it actually looks like to use these tools to share science during the middle school years. Until then, thanks for listening. I hope that you leave our time together encouraged in your homeschool journey. Let me know what you think by leaving a rating or review in iTunes or in the podcasting app you use to listen to the Tips for Homeschool Science show. I would so appreciate you taking the time to do so, as it inspires those of us who work so hard to put this podcast together for you to enjoy, and it helps others find this podcast. I would love to connect with you beyond the earbuds. You can find me at Instagram at Elemental Science. Or drop me an email through the link on our website, which is elementalscience.com. I can't wait to share with you another piece of the roadmap in our next episode. But until then, I hope you have a great week playing with science. This podcast is free for you to enjoy thanks to the programs we offer at Elemental Science. Our company got its start one day over 10 years ago with a simple question. If you're doing all that work to create science curriculum for our daughter because you can't find what you needed, don't you think someone else is looking for the same thing? And with a whole lot of work, those simple plans for our homeschool became the several lines of award-winning science curricula we offer today. At Elemental Science, our goal has always been to provide you with easy-to-use science plans to help you share the wonders of science with your students. Come see how we can help you teach science at elementalscience.com.